Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Friday, January 27th, 2023, and the Memphis Grizzlies are in Minnesota tonight looking to end a four-game losing streak following that winning streak that the Grizzlies had going into Los Angeles and into this West Coast road trip. So, been a tough couple games for the Grizzlies, so we'll talk about the game that happened the other night against the Warriors, another unfortunate result, and then really try to just move past it, get into this game tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are also, you could consider, a rival of the Memphis Grizzlies. And at this point, I was thinking, because obviously it was rivalry week on Wednesday for the Warriors game, like who are the rivals of the Grizzlies? And I'd probably put the Warriors, the Pelicans, and then the Wolves in that category for, you know, all three for different reasons. But I would say those three, in my personal opinion, would be the rivals of the Memphis Grizzlies. So another rivalry game, if you want to call it that, tonight because of the playoff uh, results last year and all the talking back and forth, similar to what the Golden State series was right after the Wolves series. So we'll get into the game tonight right after we kind of quickly recap the game recap the bets from the game against the Warriors, an unfortunate result, and you know some things to at least talk about in that game. So we'll get to that. As always, before we start, I'm using DraftKings for all the odds for this podcast, and I take no financial responsibility for any bets that are placed due to this podcast. So all that being said, as I mentioned, the Grizzlies did lose the game to the Golden State Warriors on Wednesday night, the final score being 122-120. Jordan Poole hit a game-winning shot with no time left on the clock. You could say it was Zaire Williams' fault, or I've seen some stuff just talking about the way that their defense was set up. He did his job and pulled his basically slip behind, easy layup, game over there. Steph Curry got ejected with, I think it was three minutes left, two minutes left in the game after Jordan Poole, ironically, pulled up from three from for some reason when they were up on the on the score, pulled up from three, bricked the shot. Steph Curry runs back on the other end, throws his mouthpiece, gets ejected. So, Without Steph Curry, the Warriors showed exactly why they are the champions and why I think they should be more respected in terms of championship contention in the Western Conference, especially, but in the whole league, just because they've done it so many times. Games like this, you really never, even as a Grizzly fan, I was kind of waiting for that moment to happen where the Warriors kind of took control just because of guys like Draymond, guys like Clay, who I'm not really a fan of. I don't think they're as good as they were in the past. But still, games like this, scenarios like this, they prove why they are who they are, why they'll be Hall of Famers, and why they also have four rings. So free throw shooting ended up being a big thing for the Grizzlies as well. Desmond Bain missed some crucial ones down the stretch. John Morant didn't shoot well to start from free throws, and as a result, we saw, saw what happened there. As far as the picks go, we ended up going 6-4 and four on the nights for our picks. We went Grizzlies plus 3.5 and, and under 24.5. So, sorry. Grizzlies plus three and a half and under 245.5 as our two plays in terms of the spread and over under. Both of those hit. Our play of the game was Dylan Brooks under one and a half threes. He finally got over that mark, so that did not hit. But he did go under the 13 and a half point mark, finishing with 10 points. John Morant over 28 and a half points, cash as well at 29, just barely. He was better this game than he has been in the past. Uh, still more that I'd like to see from Jada do, but he did you know what he could for this game. To end in the Grizzlies' favor, but unfortunately did not end up that way. We went Clay Thompson under 21.5 points. That did not hit. He finished with 24. Some big shots late to cash that. Desmond Bain over 21.5 points did not cash either. He had 20. And then Steph Curry, we split Steph Curry bets over 27.5 points hit, but over 4.5 threes did not. And then we ended the night 
with Draymond Green over six and a half assists with Cash with seven. So again, a unfortunate game for the Grizzlies. They're just on a skid right now. I think this happens to, or I know this happens to every team in the NBA. So I'm not reading too much into it. I know some people, you know, on online are kind of overreacting to this. I wouldn't take too much into it. Also with Steven Adams out, I think he's a big part of what the the Grizzlies have built. And then with Jaron Jackson Jr. in foul trouble, that makes it even more important when Steven Adams is out for him to not do that. And he's done just that. So unfortunate stuff there. But we move on. The Grizzlies tonight, as I said, are in Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. No Carl Anthony Towns. Doesn't look like any Desmond Bain either. And then Rudy Gobert is trending as like he's not playing, just according to what I've seen and, and according to the lines right now. So we're going to go under the assumption that Bain and Gobert will not be playing in this game. We're making the picks. And with all that being said, Grizzlies are currently a three-point favorite tonight over under is set at 238. These two teams have played twice already this season. They've split games and covered so far this season based on which team was on the home court. So most, early, most recently, Minnesota covered a plus three spread on their home court. So the exact same scenario we're in tonight, and they won the game outright in Minnesota. So all that to say, I do like Grizzlies minus three here. I'm going to continue to just go back, and probably not a good idea, but continue to just go back until the Grizzlies, you know, finally get over that hump, you know, a, a bounce back game for the Grizzlies, if you will. I expect them to cover that spread, especially without Rudy Gobert in the lineup. I think that there'll be a lot of opportunities for the Grizzlies to get some, you know, much needed paint points, some easy points. I expect big games from John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Dylan Brooks tonight with Bain out. And then obviously Steven Adams also out going into that. In terms of the Timberwolves, they have been one of those teams this season that slowly starting to turn it around, but I think people were kind of ready to take that next step for them because of how well they played in that playoff series last year against the Grizzlies. But then with the Rudy Gobert trade, just not really working out so far. Carl Anthony Towns has been injured for a good deal of the season. So with all that, they're kind of just in this weird limbo right now. They're not doing great. I don't really know even where they are in the standings currently in the Western Conference, but I know they're not anywhere near the top. So, but with all that being said, three and two straight up in the last five games and four and one against the spread. I'm just going to go Grizzlies here. Both teams are averaging over 115 points per game so far this season. So I'm also going to go over the 238 mark. Neither game so far this season has gone over, so I think this is kind of a market correction here. Go over here. So Grizzlies minus three over 238 for the first picks. For my play of the game, without Desmond Bain in the lineup, apparently, from what it looks like, I'm going to go John Morant over 28.5 points as my play of the game. He has not gotten this against the Wolves so far this season. They actually play job very well every time they play. Again, much different now with the Rudy Gobert and the play, the pieces like Pat Bev and stuff like that. Not on the team currently, but they played him really well in the playoffs last year as well. So I expect John Morant to finally get over that hump, play well today. Going that as my play of the game, I expect Jaw to get over 30. Next, on the other side of the ball, I'm going to go Anthony Edwards over 27 and a half. Anthony Edwards going into the season was actually my pick for most improved player. I put a future on him to do so at like plus 1,200, I think it was at the time. Obviously, with guys like Shea in the mix now, I don't think Ant is anywhere near the top of the most improved list. Um, Odds currently, but still, he's gotten a lot better recently. Kind of picked it up, especially now that Cat's out of the lineup. I don't think there's any question. Or I know there's no question who's the alpha on the team, who's taking the shots. When Cat's out there, it kind of gets awkward in terms of like 1A, 1B, or who's who. So Anthony Edwards has also gotten this mark in both games against the Grizzlies so far this season, just barely. He had 28 in one game, 29 in the other, but he's also gotten over 30 in three games in a row. So he's on a bit of a tear. I like him just athletically 
to be able to he basically does whatever he wants i mean you look at john moran as a freak athlete but anthony edwards in terms of just sheer power size he's almost like a next step up from john in terms of just being athletic um they're a bit different you know jaw's more wiring can kind of do more things you know in terms of contorting his body getting tough layups but in terms of just sheer power anthony edwards i don't think there's anyone out there close to him maybe zion but he's just a freak of nature so all that to say, I like Anthony Edwards over 27.5 points as well. I don't think the Grizzlies will be able to defend him with you know Dylan Brooks or whoever they throw at him. I think he's going to be able to get whatever he wants. Speaking of Dylan Brooks, and important to note here, this is on if Desmond Bain plays or not. If Desmond Bain does not play in the game, I like Dylan Brooks over 13.5 points. He's averaging 16.5 in the two games he's played against the Wolves this season. With no Bain, he's obviously going to have to take more of an offensive load than he has recently. And I just like, I mean, he's been bad as of recently scoring the ball. So I think it's kind of one of those games that Dylan Brooks gets right, scores 15 to 17 points and impacts the ball on both sides of the of the court, especially with no Desmond Bain in the lineup. Next, John Morant over one and a half threes. He's hit this in both games that he's played against the Wolves this season. It seems like one of their main point of emphasis when they play the Grizzlies is make Josh shoot threes. So I like him to do that. Knocks him down. Again, he's hit this in both games and he hit this against the Warriors on Wednesday night. Two more plays I have for the games tonight is Grizzlies first quarter minus one. Really no data to back this up. I just like the Grizzlies to you know come out firing and trying to get back on track after this road road trip um, skid so far. And I like Taylor Jenkins to be able to motivate the guys to start start early, start fresh, and especially with a team like the Wolves who are young, don't really focus 100% of the time. I think this could be a spot that the Grizzlies can catch them early on. So Grizzlies first quarter minus one. And lastly, I like John Morant over five and a half boards. So with this, he's only averaging 3.7 rebounds per game in the month of January, which is a lot lower than around just over five rebounds per game that he's averaging so far this season. So he's averaging 5.5 rebounds this season, but only 3.7 for the month. So I like John Morant, especially with no, obviously no Steven Adams in the lineup. It's going to have to be kind of by committee to get those rebounds that Steve-O would, uh, would gobble up down there maybe not on the offensive rebound end but just in terms of defensive rebounds some longer rebounds that come out the jaw and he's averaging 7.5 against the wolves so far this season in the two games that he's played so i think you're getting good value there at over five and a half so those are the plays for tonight guys again i appreciate everyone for listening as always i'll be live tweeting the game at grizzbear bets also my personal twitter at chase bob at nine and then make sure to follow the grizzly bear blues twitter at sbn grizzlies so I'll see you guys soon for the Grizzlies next game, which they're finally back home after a, a long road trip. So it'll be refreshing to see the Grizzlies back at home. And they will be playing at home against the, I'll tell you right now, they'll be playing at home against the Indiana Pacers on Sunday. So I'll see you guys then and have a good one. Go Grizzlies.